Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Pop quiz, Jacob. Hit me. What do the Bills do better than anybody else? They give to Josh Allen, and Josh Allen does wrong. everything no, perfect. Wrong. Try again. Oh, what do the Bills do better than anybody else? And this is in the history of football. Oh, they disappoint their fans. Nope. <laughs> what am I missing? Jacob. Here? Nobody circles the wagons like oh. the Buffalo Bills. I, th- I thought How we were going for. How could you not get that? I thought we were going for like an what? actual football. What? Football scheme. Football You're not a boomer something. guy. I like boomer. What? Don't get me wrong. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. What? That was a little Harvey Dent you had. In I there. can't do a boomer. I mean, <laughs> how can you do a boomer? A boomer's the best. But these Buffalo Bills are circling wagons these past couple years, like they had been in the early '90s. I mean, you want to talk about a team that went to four Super Bowls in a row, lost them all. Boy, I love losing Super Bowls or Buffalo Bills. And we're down in the like they're Jags level, Browns level, Lions level bad for pretty much our whole formative youth. Now they're back to that juggernaut status. And I know the Eagles are the only undefeated team left in the league. The Bills are a Josh Allen heat stroke ball at Isaiah McKenzie's feet away from being an undefeated team in the NFL. If I had to pick a Super Bowl favorite right now, it would still be Buffalo. If the Bills played the Eagles right now, I'd pick the Bills. I think this is the greatest team in the NFL currently. Currently, maybe. At the end of the season, I'd be willing to bet it. Like, we're going to do our power rankings very shortly. Bills are up there for me, but just right now, because they're not 4-0, can you really say It's tough because they did have that comeback win against Baltimore. They're 3-1. and They're a great team, don't get me wrong. And am I am I the bills a little no? Am I scared out of my mind for what's going to happen on Sunday? Absolutely, but just like right now, scared out of your mind. I mean, nothing's going to happen to you. No, it's not like Josh Allen's going to show up in your closet at night. He could. I I, I don't know. (laughs) That would be scary. I don't know. Am I scared for this team against this on this Sunday? Yes. I we we said in our when we were together on Monday, the line had already been set at minus fourteen for the Bills. I don't know if that number has gone up or down, but the fact that it started there shows you just how gross of a day this really could be for the Steelers. Until this week rolled around, 
The Steelers were the only team in the NFL since the merger in 1970 to not be a 14-point underdog. Only team. Is it to finish or to ever be at any to point? To ever be at any point a 14-point underdog. Well, there you They've go. never been a two-touchdown underdog since 1970. And there's not the greatest Steelers teams in that stretch. Right. It's 52 years that they haven't had this presented to them. So, Steelers fans, I can speak non-hyperbolically. This is the biggest underdog you've ever been in your life. You've ever faced. You've, yes. This Longest is, odds you've ever had to face against an which opposing Which is surprising team. because there have been seemingly, and even in our lifetime, right? We're not even including the, the 80s, early 90s, in the pre-Cower era, where the team wasn't at its best. The team was kind of reeling from its Super Bowl years, its, its dynasty years. Even in our lifetime, though, when it was a young Ben or a Tommy Maddox going up against a, a, a Tom Brady, Right, those uh, Peyton Manning and the Colts with Tony Dundry at, at the head coach. You thought those teams were seemingly better than this Bills team. Oh yes, I do. But here's the difference: the style of football has changed. Has changed dramatically. Now it's offense, offense, that, offense. No matter, even if those were better teams in the early 2000s, they're going to run the ball. Still. Josh yeah. Allen can just throw the ball all day long. To Stephon Diggs can throw for 500 yards, four touchdowns, and it's never it's never closed from the get go. Yeah, and I think what worries me on offense for the Bills, well, first of all, let me say this. As great as the offense is for Buffalo and as much as they steal the headlines, their defense might be better. Like, they might be carried by their defensive side of the football. They certainly have been in the past two wins, or the past two games, the loss to the Dolphins that they should have won, and then the win against the Ravens coming from behind. I mean, they were down 20-3, to and they held the Ravens 20 points for, like, the rest of the football game. They shut them out in the second half. Mike Tomlin was asked about Vaughn Miller. Ugh. In, his pre- in his press conference yesterday? The best way I've heard someone describe it, and I keep quoting this guy because he's such a damn genius, Matt Williamson, he's just the cherry on top because they're really good without him. Right. And then you add the Hall of Famer in who's playing like a Hall of Famer. Right, who's playing like, oh, I may be, what, 36 years old, 34 years old, and I may have been on my third team at this point, yeah. but I'm playing like I'm, what? He found six, the fountain. I'm playing like I'm, it was six years ago when I won Defensive Player of the Year Super Bowl MVP. He found the fountain of youth, and he yes, found absolutely. it in L.A. somewhere when he got traded at the halfway point last year because then he just exploded. And what you saw out of him in L.A. wasn't anything, I think, even close to what you saw out of him so far in four games in Buffalo. No, in L.A. he was still second fiddle to Donald, mm-hmm. and a lot of people could be like, well, Donald probably opens a lot of things up for him. In Buffalo, he's the dude, but the beautiful thing about Buffalo is nine guys, nine guys (laughs) rotate in on that defensive front, and they're all really good. So not only is Vaughn Miller just wrecking things like crazy, he's only having to play like 60% of the snaps. So dude's fresh for the entire of the game. A 34-year-old who's having to play every every snap is not— down a little bit. Right, but he's not being forced to do that. No, and that's what makes the Bills so great is fourth quarter— you're getting fresh guys rushing at the quarterback. Imagine if TJ Watt could do that. Yeah, if you had that kind of depth in the Steelers organization where you could go, you know, nine deep as far as your defense. You could you could say to TJ, any play you want, you can come out and rest. We are okay. We're fine. That Gregory way, Rousseau is gonna get a sack. That way, when you wanna go out there on a third and short and make sure we get the stop, you go out there and you get that stop. It's like they built this house. Really practically, solid foundation, good secondary, good linebacker tandem, a lot of depth on the front and the defensive line. 
let's splurge a little bit now. You know, we we did things the right way. Now we're going to spoil ourselves a little bit. Let's go get that Ferrari. Let's go mm-hmm. get that Porsche. Let's get uh, Von Miller in here to really have the icing put on the cake. And that's exactly what he is. All of the metaphors, the Porsche, the cherry on top, the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. He's just that thing that gets them over the edge. And I, I think that it is a sign of a football team that recognizes what needs to be done to ensure that the miracle defeat that they suffered last year doesn't happen again. And they're looking at it and they're saying, well, how do we stop Patrick Mahomes from driving into field goal range with 13 seconds? If we can just get one sack or if we can just get right. one big pressure on him, that probably does it. Let's go get Von Miller for and, and let's go get Von Miller. And by the way, let's keep Von Miller fresh. So when we get to the AFC championship game this year, and Mahomes is fourth and ten on his own forty-five yard line, and we're up by three points. He gets a big sack to end the game for us, and I, that's what they're playing. They they needed that extra oomph to just get over the edge, that extra star power up front, and they couldn't have nailed it anymore. At least to this point in the season, he's been a defensive player of the year candidate for sure. I mean, he has been what you would have hoped T.J. Watt could have been for you all season long, right? He's been the the Ice Man. He's well, been the- Watt would have been better, but yeah. But I'm just saying, like, he's playing as the best defender on the team, right? The, the Buffalo Bills, right? The that scary thing is, though, as great as he is, Jordan Poyer might be better. Well, completely different position. Yeah. Minka TJ kind of thing. Yeah, that's there. what I'm kind of You could look at the Buffalo Bills as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and say to yourself, that's what I thought this defense was going to do. I agree. That that defense is elite in Buffalo. Right. This That defense in Buffalo is what you thought— the Steelers would be, right, with a great – even, yes, Micah Hyde is out for the season, but Jordan Poyer playing as that Minka-like player. That's so tough that Hyde's out for the season because that might be the best secondary in football if he's healthy. Oh, for and sure. Luckily, I don't think they will get Tredavious White back at some point. But right. they are playing down two starters in the secondary. They are. But Micah Hyde out for the season, Tredavious White – Out for this game. Out for this game, but should come back somewhat soon – you looked at that Buffalo. You you could look at the Steelers defense and say, oh, "Well, we have great players all around. We have Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick. You have role players like Terrell Edmonds, Cam Sutton, Miles Shack is in there now. Larry Ogunjobi joining the fold. Alex Highsmith, Highsmith now playing alongside T.J. Watt for the third consecutive year. You have guys. You should be able to keep up as the reputation as the best defense, but T.J. Watt goes down and it all unfolds." I think the difference with the Steelers and the Bills is that if you lose, like they they've lost Micah Hyde, they've lost Tre'Davious White. If they even if they were even to lose Von Miller, I don't think they lose a step. No, that's that's the mark of a truly great defense is that they can have guys fill in here. I would look at that secondary though, and I look at Demar Hamlin, and I got to look up who the other corner is who's playing for Tre'Davious Wright. Tre'Davious White is, but. You know, DeMar Hamlin's a, a guy who was picked in, like, the sixth round out of Pitt, not supposed to really be pressed into action yet, had to start against Miami, got picked on a couple times, and then last mm-hmm. week started against the Ravens, too. Uh, Teron Johnson's the guy who will be playing for Tredavious White. And the Bills love to go nickel, too, so they put five DBs on the field constantly, and if White and Hyde are down and you're already pulling from your fifth and sixth spot up into the top four, right. and you still go with five guys on the field, you know, all of a sudden your number seven corner, your mm-hmm. number seven DB is on the field a very significant amount of time. So any weakness I can kind of surmise, it's in that secondary, and that's really only just because of injuries because stats-wise, they 
only have given up 150 yards through the air per game, which is the best mark in the NFL. So, like, I'm out here saying, oh, they're injured in the secondary. Maybe that's where you attack. Oh, we're no. still the best secondary. 150 in yards 15 years ago would have been the best mark in the NFL. And now you're looking at teams that can throw the ball for 400, 450 yards per game. Do you have any idea how much of a boost that is for your team to limit an opposing offense to only 150 yards through the air? That is an abnormality when you when you think about it in th- in today's league. 150 yards through the air. Teams just aren't throwing it that that less that infrequently to to get only 150 yards through the air. And it's not just the passing defense. They only give up 84 yards on the ground. They only give up 84 yards on the ground, uh, which is third most in the NFL, second or third most in the NFL. It's top five, top five, top five, top five. They're pretty much top five in every category. Um, 14-ish points per game allowed, which is number two in the NFL behind the Niners, who have given up only 11 points. But the Niners played the Rams that aren't exactly clicking on all cylinders. The Niners played the Broncos, who make me want to puke every time I see them play offense and lost to them by only giving up 11 points. So... I look at the Bills' defense giving up 14 against teams like the Ravens and the Dolphins in Miami and the Rams. And Baltimore and that Rams team as well. Good point. And I kind of weight that 14 points per game a little heavier than the 11 points per game allowed by the Niners right now. It's a very quality 14 points per game allowed that the Bills have been able to uh, surrender on the defensive side. Yeah, and you look at what they're doing. I mean, we're focusing on their defense right now, but you look at – Allowing only 14 points per game, and yet they're scoring, like, what, 30-some points per game? I know it's tough to do that. 28. There you go. I mean, they're averaging four touchdowns. Which is top five, top five, top five. They're averaging four touchdowns a game, Tom. And it's scary because they haven't been the past two weeks. So that shows you how much they've right. been. How, demol- how good they, they were in the, the first Titans. two They weeks. demolished the Rams in the right. first two weeks. And that brings me back to what I was about to say about what scares me in this game. That offense hasn't been clicking that much in the past couple of weeks. Bad, you know, weather circumstances. Miami, it's a billion degrees outside. You're mm-hmm. dying from heat stroke. You've played for 90 plays on offense. And then you go to Baltimore. It's, it's like pouring, pouring down rain. rain. Yeah. Can't really get things going in the passing game. Now you're coming back home to Buffalo. You would expect that Josh Allen and Diggs and that offensive meeting room are a little frustrated with their 23-point output last week. In their 17-point output last week, they only got to 19 because of the safety, the butt, the butt punt, infamously known right. as. So that's not going to cut the mustard for the Bills. They're in those offensive meetings all week saying, we got to explode this week. Not 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 necessarily that, hey, we got to win this game for our defense. Defense is going to be there and fine. But if I'm Allen and, 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 and Dorsey, the OC, I'm saying, we got to get to 28. We got to get to 30 because two weeks in a row of kind of floundering offensively, that doesn't jive with us. We're we are a high-powered offensive team, so it scares me that this might be the uh, the get-right game for Buffalo on offense. That they might you know start clicking a little bit more on all cylinders after two weeks of being kind of meh. Yeah, it very, which is what just the perfect uh, timing for the Pittsburgh Steelers to to waltz in right and after. not have Watt back. Yeah, if Watt's in though, do you see this game going any differently than it? It will in reality. If Watts in, him? I think they're a nine-point favorite instead of a fourteen-point favorite. Still pretty heavily favored, but not historically. Do you still like think they this fourteen point? Do you still think they, they cover that nine? I kind of think the Steelers cover the fourteen in a weird way. Oh, I'm saying with TJ in. Yeah, I do. It's a different team with him in. I mean, that's why I think when we talked about it on our last episode, that second half of the season where you can start to build up wins, 
Hopefully he's back and, and fully healthy by that point. If he's playing, I think they beat the Jets. And probably yes. like, like and if, probably the Patriots. In a weird way, if TJ's playing all year, is Kenny's me, not in. I that is a weird butterfly effect, but, but it's, it's true. It, I think it's a hundred percent. Because they're true. probably they're two and two at worst, and they're three and one probably. Maybe even four and oh. I don't know about the Browns. Because game. the Nick Chubb explosion. They just exploded yeah. all over us on the ground. But it's possible. It is possible, but two and two at the worst. They would have won one of those Patriots or Jets games with I think you likely win both. I think you likely win both. Because as as you mentioned, the 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 Patriots game really if who's to say that if Gunnar Olszewski doesn't fumble that punt and you get TJ Watt back, right? Maybe that that fumble punt by Gunnar doesn't happen because TJ Watt had forced a a strip sack on that play. Maybe. And then you look at all the sacks that uh, Alex Highsmith Missed on Zach Wilson. Well, I mean, it TJ's was like, not. It was their third string tackle for New York. TJ's not missing. TJ's not gonna, missing those. He's working right. Those do, guys. do you remember on Monday Night Football there was that one play that didn't result in a sack? Aaron Donald just came at Jimmy G completely untouched. Did you see that? Yeah, it's that's what would have happened. That's what. That's what would have happened for TJ Watt in this Jets offensive line. So I think you could. have... I don't think it's far fetched to say you win both of those games against New England and the Jets. You're sitting at three and one. Maybe your offense still isn't hitting on all cylinders. But you're not but be- benching the quarterback. But because you're three and one, what are you doing changing the quarterback? You're not. That's no, the you're thing. Not. You're not changing the quarterback. So, yeah, butterfly effect fans. T.J. Watt being hurt is kind of one of the main reasons why Mitch you get or Kenny, Kenny Pickett's in Kenny the game in there, now. Yeah. So, some food for thought on that uh, aspect of things, but. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Buffalo, you know, and not having to worry about a TJ Watt out there and needing to get some traction going offensively again, I just worry that they look at Akella Witherspoon being down, so the Steelers' secondary is already thin, and it's not like our secondary where we can survive being thin. And I wonder if this is going to be a big Allen to Diggs day. If this is going to be, and I think Dig, they did, Steelers did a pretty decent job at shutting Diggs down last year in week one against Buffalo, but. If you're doing a daily fantasy league, if you have him in your fantasy league, I feel like Diggs might be one of the bigger players this week because secondary for the Steelers is banged up. Not the best to begin with anyway. And he, in my mind, is probably playing the best season of any wide receiver right now. Justin Jefferson in Minnesota, stand up. You definitely have a claim for that. Sure. But him and Diggs, well, I think, have been the best Diggs, too. I Cup, think, Cup, too, because Cup's just Cup. But. Cup's great, but I think right now Diggs is kind of chasing – Cup's achievement last year. I think he's, like he's on track to be what I Cup think, did. Last I think year. he's leading the triple crown race in terms of receptions, reception yards, and touchdowns. Maybe not receptions, but I know he has at least 400 yards and four touchdowns. Ooh, he's not winning in yardage. There's this guy named Tyreek Hill down in Miami. Really? He puts up a lot of yards. Okay, well, there you go. And let's see what he's got reception wise. Cooper Cup leads the league in receptions because he's Cooper Cup. So Diggs is second in that category. Okay. He is your leader in receiving touchdowns, though. Tied, but with, he's up there. And guess all three. who he's tied with? With For four touchdowns. touchdowns. You'll never get it because it's a rookie. 
Ooh, right. is it is it a tight end? Nope. It's a receiver. Kelsey's third, tied for second with three touchdowns. A rookie is like Drake London. I don't know. Jahan Dotson, really? The Penn Washington. State guy. Wow. Yeah. Four tutties. Four tutties for, just, <laughs> for Jahan Dotson, but only 152 yards for Jahan Dotson compared Still, to you, four. You, if you're a fantasy owner, it's kind of a weird game to play. Do you risk him getting that touchdown or? Jerusalem getting none and like zero yards alongside of it. But Diggs has been the man all year long, and I just worry that he's going to be the man again on Sunday against the Steelers. Allen will be finding him a lot. The other thing that worries me is how do you like defend Allen? Like, do you spy him? Well, if you spy him with Miles Jack, Allen still might run over Miles Jack. So like the spy and not might like not that, even matter. Completely expose Devin Bush and and the pass protection. Exactly. Like if you're gonna just sit there. 10 yards off the line of scrimmage and just mirror Josh Allen's every move, he's going to start to notice that, and he's going to be like, hey, Dawson, just run a little like shallow drag uh-huh. across the field. Make sure you're five yards behind Miles Jack, though. I'm just going to float this baby right up over his head, and that's going to be an easy 20-yard gain for us. So I don't think you can spy the guy. He's too good at that. But you then almost have to spy the guy because he's going to hurt you with his legs at some point. He's the team's leading rusher again this year. And he does it like a bowling ball. It's not like Lamar where he's just agile and juking everybody out. He's just going to take on Miles Jack one-on-one and take him for a ride. Or he's going to hurdle over a safety. Like He's majestic when he gets out of the pocket. And I just don't know how you play a guy like that. It's like you're damned if you spy and you're damned if you don't if you spy. Don't, right. So maybe don't spy. Force him to beat you through the air. But, like, he's going to torch you through the air. Right. So it's just— Minka Fitzpatrick can't cover all, what, 55 yards of, of width of that football These field. are the problems you face when you're playing the elites, when you're playing the Allens and the Mahomeses. Like, there's just no real way to defend it. You just kind of have to hope that he has an off day, right? Like Mahomes against the Colts. Like, you just have to hope that he's off that or day. Or Allen— Against the, the season Dolphins. Open, against the season in the season opener last year against the, against against the, the Steelers. Steelers last year against the Dolphins, he wasn't as sharp as he usually is. Well, not is. also not his fault. Half his team wasn't playing because it, of the heat. Ravens too. He wasn't that great. He didn't throw a touchdown. He ran for one, right. but he did throw an interception as well. So you got to hope for a game like that. You got to hope that they struggle for their own reasons because I don't know how you make the guy like that struggle. Do you think that 14-point line is more of an indication that Vegas disrespects the Steelers' offense? It's not so much that the Steelers can't contain Josh Allen. They just figure that the Steelers' offense will be able to keep up with the Bills' offense. I have been debating why it's 14. Is it more Steelers bad, Bills good? I think it's more Bills good. I think that— right. They look at that Steelers defense and they say, without T.J. Watt, it is completely different. Mm-hmm. It's not as dominating as it is. You look at the Steelers offense, they're breaking in a new quarterback, so maybe there's a little spark there. But I would really favor, like, even if it was Kirk Cousins in his prime, that Bills defense should shut him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Even if you didn't have a rookie, it's hard to expect any quarterback to have success against that Bills defense in their own home stadium. So that's a factor in it, I think. But I think the main reason it gets to that high is just because the Bills are so great at everything defensively to shut down a bad Steelers offense, and offensively they can explode against a mediocre two bottom third Steelers defense, if mm-hmm. we're being honest. Right. We we keep saying, Oh, there's all these great players, but when you look at the when you look at what they've done, what they've allowed, they they really have disappointed in terms of 
what their potential was going into the season with, granted, with a, a healthy T.J. Watt. Yeah, that's such a big factor that is obviously weighing everything uh, down. Like we just mentioned a few minutes ago, they're probably 3-1 and one right now if you do have T.J. Watt, but you don't. And you need guys to step up uh, in his stead. Who steps up in this game to stop the Bills and Josh Allen? I mean, I know one thing. If Alex Highsmith had trouble wrapping up Zach Wilson last week, it'll be a different reason why he has trouble this week against Josh Allen, but he ain't going to have a picnic. I mean, Wilson has the elusiveness and the agility and the speed to get away from guys like him, but Allen's just going to straight up shrug, shrug you off like Big Ben did to Terrell Suggs back in his prime. Yes. I mean, he he is just going to embarrass you almost on the field, so... It's really doom and gloom when you when you really stop and, and try to determine, and we'll do this more on Friday, like strategies to stop this team. It's doom and gloom because you say, oh, stop the run. You know, just at least stop the run, make them one-dimensional. When they're in that one dimension, Josh Allen takes off and runs anyway. And that's what that's what they usually do, right? I mean, yeah, their leads biggest the team in rushing again. Their biggest criticism last year was, oh, well, they're too one-dimensional. They don't use the run at all, and Josh Allen just... Fires on all cylinders. Well, guess what that got them, Tom? That had them in a perfect game on offense against New England in the wild card round. And if it weren't for Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, they would have won in what was arguably one of the best playoff games we've ever seen in the second round. So, what, they won their division? And then, what, they had a perfect game in their first playoff game? And then, what, it took them... All the way up into what 13 seconds left for Patrick Mahomes to score in the fourth quarter and a, and a, and a game tying effort. Like, who cares if they take away the run? It's not going to do much. If 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 the Steelers just crush Devin Singletary and 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 Zach Moss, the Bills are going to look at themselves and say, "Oh well, that sucks." We we I guess we have to put the ball in Josh Allen's hand. That's that's a shame. No, they they were going to do that anyways, most likely. Exactly. He's going He's going to torch everybody yes. he plays. Yes. So this isn't a Steelers-specific problem. Like, you can't this come out— This isn't like how people tout Belichick for saying, oh, well, he gets rid of the opposing offense's best, best weapon. He just totally negates it. This isn't like that. This isn't where the Steelers can just take away Zach Moss and take away uh, Devin Singletary— and just say, oh, well, now the ball's in Josh Allen's hands. Let's see what he can do. Well, guess what? He's going he's gonna to beat you. He's going to beat you. And again, like I said, not a Steelers-specific thing. Don't want to hear people on Sunday night or Monday morning being like, oh, this defense. Oh, this defense really blew it. Yeah, that's fair against the Jets and against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. To an but, extent against the Patriots. They didn't do if, get a lot of favors done against the Patriots. But if you're too critical of this Bills team or, or of the Steelers job containing this Bills team, that's just unfair. Yeah, just take a look around the league. Right. I mean, he's torching every he torched the Rams defense in week one. And maybe the Rams defense isn't what it was last year, but that's the super defending Super Bowl champion defense with one of the greatest players in defensive history on that mm-hmm. side of the ball. And they just I mean, they just wipe their butt with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you don't think Rabes plays a little bit of good defense in Tennessee? He does. I mean, that defense has gotten better every single year under Vrabel. Just torched by Josh Allen. So, I don't want to hear any other, oh, here we go, the defense again, overpaid. Look at how bad they are. I can't believe that they can't get Josh Allen off the field. No one can get Josh Allen off the field. So, it's unfair to expect that. Absolutely. Best way to win this game for the Steelers. Defensive struggle. Defense plays out of its mind. You try to squeak one out, or does Kenny come alive and the offense puts up a lot of points in a shootout? I kind of think it's the latter. I think, I think it's think the latter. Score. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Bills aren't going to expect, kind of like I think how Vegas is doing, 
They're, everyone is just kind of expecting Buffalo to kind of run away with this game. If Kenny can click like we saw him in flashes last week against the Jets, if he can do that a- across an entire 60-minute football game, maybe this game is a lot closer than people think it could be. But he, that's, I think, hopeful thinking. I think, in reality, Buffalo's going to win this game, and it may not ever be close. But, again, if you're talking about a good loss, if Kenny kind of keeps up, and yeah, the game's always at a 10-point deficit, but Kenny's still moving the offense, you're going to walk away thinking, okay, that wasn't nearly as bad as it could have been. Everybody out there right now, subscribe to our show, The Steelers Standard. Every single episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcast, Apple, Spotify, all that great stuff. Go download and subscribe to The Steelers Standard. It's a Wednesday. That means power rankings are coming up next. The top 10 teams in the NFL, in our opinion, on the way. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. This is The Steelers Standard. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.